Hello there, lovelies. M here, and today we have the one, the only, SJ. Hello. Yes. So, today we're going to be playing a game, House of Danger, and my phone case just broke. Okay, then. Well, this is an auspicious start. So, SJ, you just read all the rules. Mostly. Try to explain them. I skimmed the rules. Uh, Gosh dang it. <laughs> so basically, you use the story cards and the clue cards to understand what's happening, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go through the story and stuff, and there's a danger meter, which is currently on the lowest three. There's three threes, three fours, three fives, a six, and... Uh, I forgot what you do with the two with the little swirly thing. Did, were you able to catch what you do with the two with the little swirly thing? Uh, no. Uh, well, as I said in my last episode, um, I only played this once with a friend of mine, and we actually never got to the two with the little swirly thing. Uh, mainly because we cheated. It seems pretty bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... If the danger mover reaches the space at the top of the danger meter by exact count or more, you must stop and take a penalty. Move the psychic mover back two spaces on the psychic scale. Okay, so the psychic scale, uh, it goes from 1 to 25, and there's five levels. So each level you go on, you can probably, like, see more. Um, you can get psychic points from uh, challenges, which some are optional. Me and my friend, we did all the optional challenges. <laughs> we literally did all of them. And uh, once again, we cheated. So, But the danger meter... Um, whatever number the danger mover is on, you have to, um, the dice has to be either at the number that it's on or above it for you to win the challenge. And there are premonitions throughout the game which come from the clue cards. Now let us begin, shall we? Okay. I shall do the reading. Take the cover off. Put the cover back on so that you can't see the next page. Haha. It's a Tuesday morning in late June, and you wake up in a cold sweat. The nightmares came again last night. Even though you are an aspiring detective and psychic investigator, you haven't been able to make sense of the haunting dreams you've had in these past few weeks. In your dreams, you keep seeing the same spooky house. You're still shivering under the covers when you hear the phone ring downstairs in your basement. Where you have your combination office and research, research laboratory. You dash down to the lab to answer it. I need... I need... A weak voice says. When you pick up the receiver, I need your help. You hear a loud click and the phone goes dead. But you were prepared. While the caller was talking, you activated your high-speed telephone tracking device. It instantly displays the caller's number, 555-7259. Five, 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 
You call back the number right away, but there's no answer. After consulting the tall stack of reverse phone books behind your desk, you are disappointed to learn that the number is unlisted. You sense that the phone call is somehow related to your nightmares. Later while at the Hedgebrook police station to return a night scope you borrowed for a recent stakeout, you describe the mysterious phone call and and have to continue this on the next card. <laughs> um, you're recording dreams to your friend, Sergeant Morrison. That call does sound strange, he says. We'll look into it. And about that house in your dreams, a voice says from the hallway. I wonder if you're dreaming about the Marsden house out on Hedgebrook Road. Detective Murphy sticks his mustached face into the room. Modern house, ornate gate. That sounds like the Marsden place, all right, says Sergeant Morrison. Strange things are reported to happen out there. Detective Murphy takes a puff on his pipe. That place is haunted, he says. I know it sounds unprofessional, but I've had a file on the Marsden house for years, and I'm sure of it. He waves a folder in front of your eyes, and the phone number written on the front jumps out at you. It matches the phone call from it matches the one from your mysterious phone call. <laughs> in case you couldn't hear that, SJ just did a little dance of the dun 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 thing. We are as pathetic as we sound. So the call related to your nightmares, your psychic sense, we're right! Wait. So the call is related to your nightmares, your psychic senses, we're right. I think there's a typo on the card. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it says your psychic sense, we're right. Ah, your psychic sense, we're right! <clears throat> Draw clue 26 to discover your goal. Okay. It's like almost all the way in the back. Oh, there we go. That's how numbers work. Yes. Get inside the Marsden house. Okay. So, back at home you grab a bottle of water and your trusty pocket, pocket knife preparing for a new investigation. Half an hour later, you stand before the Marsden residence, which appears exactly as it did in your nightmares. The house's futuristic look is a strange contrast to the antiquated appearance of the stone wall and the wrought iron gate, which is locked shut and wrapped in steel chains. Even though the air is balmy, a chill, travel, a chill travels down your spine. The gathering clouds on the horizon hint at a brewing summer thunderstorm. Now, here's your first choice, SJ. Okay. If you search the wall for a way in, go to story card 13. If you climb the gate, go to story card 7. <laughs> search the wall or climb the gate. The antiquated appearance of a Search the wall. Okay, search the wall. Story card 13. 
Why must you make my life harder, SJ? I thought we were sisters. Ah! You're welcome. <laughs> Another sister of ours is doing homey work. Is she supposed to? Yes. Moving along the mossy stone wall that surrounds the property, you come across a jagged opening created by fallen rocks. It's just big enough for you to squeeze through. Once on the other side of the wall, you find yourself standing on a cobblestone plaza surrounded by marble and bronze figures. Most of the sculptures depict men gazing off into the distance as if pondering the deeper meaning of it all. But at the edge of the courtyard is a monumental statue of a man atop a muscular steed. To your right, a stony pathway leads away to the statuary into a picturesque garden where topiary bushes have been trimmed into whimsical shapes. If you inspect the horse statue of the statue of the man on the horse, go to story card four. If you walk toward the topiary bushes, story card fifteen. So inspect the horse or look at the shrubbery. Inspect the horse. Okay, story card four. Finally, an easy one. Merci beaucoup. Four. You just do all the easy ones so you don't have to count, don't you? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, that led to some interesting uh, deaths, so. The horseman is a dashing, bearded Civil War soldier. His bronze... His bronze face stoic. He holds out a cavalry saber toward the brooding sky. The sword's edge glints in the weak sunlight that penetrates the thickening clouds above. The sword looks almost new. At the base of the statue is a plaque that proclaims this as a memorial to Henry Marsden. The plaque reads, Henry Marsden, born 1839, died 1887. General in the Union Army during the Civil War. Severely wounded at the Battle of Shiloh in 1862. Appointed Warden of Hedgebrook Prison in 1880. To your left is the entrance to a hedge mage. Hedge maze. To your right is a grain picket fence with rickety wooden gate. You can see two stone angel statues and beyond them a cemetery. Optional challenge! Search the monument's base. If you win, draw clue 18. If you lose, raise danger meter by 1. So would you like to take the optional challenge? Yes. Okay. Let us roll then. You must get a 3 or higher. Come on. And it's a 2. Raise danger meter by one. It's still at a three. Optional challenge. Climb the statue to examine the saber. Win, draw clue number two. Lose, range, raise danger meter by two. You may try again. After challenges, make story choice below. Ooh, you're rolling it yourself. Yeah, I don't trust you. <laughs> you, just, you just lost it. Okay. <laughs> oh! 
Got a three. Okay. Clue num numero dos. The saber comes loose in your hand. It's heavy and quite sharp. Your psychic senses tell you this is an important item. Keep this item, move forward, two spaces on the psychic scale. Finish story card four. <laughs> I have a sword now. Yee! Stab the ghost! <clears throat> oh, and also... I'm here to fight for... the ghost of Henry Marsden. <laughs> I challenge you to a duel with your own saber! Okay, so... So, uh, these are challenge boosters, so you can use them, like, if the challenge has, um... If I have to fight a ghost. Yes, yes, if the challenge has uh, this punchy thing, the punchy fist, you, you could use this and it gives you a two-dot bonus. Cool. That That's how I numbered the dice, uh, one-dot, two-dot, three-dot, so... <laughs> I'm not the child. You're the child. Yes. <laughs> so, two options now. If you enter the hedge, mage, hedge maze, go to story card 12. If you visit the cemetery, go to story card 21. Mm, hedge maze. Hedge maze. I keep on wanting to say hedge mage. Hedge mage. Hedge mage. Like a, like a druid? Yeah, yeah, like like a druid. <laughs> Let's see. And here is number 12. I forgot how to say 12 en français. So forgive me, French people who are listening. Well, not listening. <laughs> Does anyone even listen to me? You like jazz? <laughs> because I doubt anyone will ever listen. We could just say anything. Um, I'll boost it on my Twitter. Me. Aw, thank you. The hedge maze is massive. Its thick hedge walls are twice as tall as you, but don't seem stable enough to climb. So you'll have to solve this labyrinth the old-fashioned way. You take a deep breath to steady your nerves and head through the maze's entrance. Go left, draw clue nine. Go right, draw clue one. Mm. Left or right. Go should dwat. What in the world is that little dance? I'm afraid like you might just fall out and slap me. Left. Oh, okay. I was doing eeny meeny money <laughs> with my right and left hands. It looked like a weird robot dance. <laughs> Okay, eight, nine. Isn't the rule to always go left anyway? I mean, sometimes. Yeah. You turn and follow the path deeper into the maze. You feel like you're going in the right direction. Go left, draw clue 11. Go right, draw clue 12. Oh my gosh, she's doing the eeny meeny miny mo thing again. <laughs> Another left. Okay. Goosh again. Uncle. Hey, you can't get lost if you go the same direction the whole time. Exactly, but what if you die? You keep going and going. It seems like you've just walked in a circle. 
Raise danger meter by two and draw clue twelve. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, it's at four, four now. It's at a four. Yeah, four at the danger meter. Okay, you feel like you might be getting close to the maze. Go left, draw clue thirteen. Go right, draw clue fourteen. Let's do a right, just to spice it up. Ooh, yes, because okay. Because the game owned me. The game don't have. <laughs> yes, yes it did. Yes it did. You'd think you'd be better at this by now. Raise danger meter by two and draw clue 13. We are still at a four on the danger meter. Yes. Okay. Finally, you see it. The end of the maze. Go to story card 18. Oh, good. <laughs> you thought Finally. it would go on longer, didn't you? Okay, story card... Um, weren't you glad I didn't say banana. <laughs> That's essentially what this is right here. Uh, story card 18. 16, 17, 18. I wonder if, if we're ever going to get to the chimpanzee. You finally come to the end of the hedge maze. It exits towards a pool house. A short stone pedestal stands in front of you with a medical metal lockbox on top. Perhaps someone wants to reward you for navigating that accursed maze. Agreed. Through the whole thing, though the whole thing does seem suspicious. Looking towards the pool house, you see its door. It's you see its door is barely hanging from its hinges. You're also at a gate that leads, you assume, directly to the pool. Free action. If you want to to see if the lap box is open, draw clue three. Do you, do you want to? Yes. Okay. <laughs> What's in the box? What's in the box? Show me the money. Show me what you've got. It's a truck key. Not only is the lockbox open, but inside you find a key to a truck. Your psychic senses tell you this is an important item. Keep this item and move forward two spaces on the psychic scale. Finish story card 18. Boom! Level 2 on the psychic scale. And halfway through the danger meter. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm very good at keeping myself out of dangerous situations. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, totally. <laughs> You can laugh out loud. <laughs> if you want to explore the pool house, go to story card 11. If you want to walk through the gate and check out the pool, go to story card 23. Swimming party, anyone? The pool house. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm going to get drowned in the pool. <laughs> what a dream. Am I gonna get killed in the pool house now just because I said that? Uh, I don't remember. Do I get murdered by a chimpanzee in the pool house? <laughs> it's like getting murdered by a hungry brother. Hey, you, you don't really get murdered by a chimpanzee. I mean, they do rip faces off. Well, yeah, yeah, but so do Dobermans. You can tell that the pool house was once quite luxurious. Did I say that right? Luxurious. <laughs> Luxurious. 
It contains half a dozen private rooms with showers, as well as an ornate mahogany bar. That's the scent of my candle that I lit earlier today. In the common area. It must have been fun to hang out in this place in its glory days. Those thoughts fade as the sounds of a disturbance erupt from the top of a gazebo in the distance. And now you can hear a lone violin playing a smooth, soothing melody. I draw my sword. <laughs> That's not an option! <laughs> you, you can't stab the sound! There should be more stabbing options in this game. I know, there should be. But unfortunately not. If you investigate the gazebo, go to card 9. If you follow the sound of the violin, story card 17. I feel, I feel like that should be the same thing. Hmm. Gazebo or violin? Gazebo. Okay. 9. You sprint to the gazebo. Practically pushing along by the, pushed along by the winds that are picking up, a light sprinkling of rain spatters the ground as you run. You make it to the shelter of the structure, and the mayhem occurring above you on the roof increases in intensity. Who is up there, and what are they doing? You wonder. You notice a driveway about twenty feet away. If you climb to the top of the gazebo, go to story card 10. If you run into the driveway, story card 30. Oh, if you are level 2 or higher on the psychic scale, draw clue 27. We're on level 2 now. We're yeah. having a premonition. Do, do, do my spidey senses. Woo-woo. <laughs> uh, it's a wiggly door. It's a picture. Yes, the premonitions are little pictures, and it's a twisty door! Get twisty. As my podcast name, Twisty Doors and Corridors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you climb to the top of the gazebo... So, you want to go to the top of the gazebo, or do you want to go to the driveway? Climb to the top of the gazebo. Oh, okay. More fun for us, then. Am I going to get pushed off the gazebo and die? Uh, do you want to stab the ghost? Yes. Okay. Do I get to zap, do I get to stab the ghost on the gazebo? Uh, I don't know. You stand on the gazebo's railing, steadying yourself by gripping an ornate post holding up the roof. The rumbling above you sounds and feels frightening. What are you getting yourself into? Reluctant to barge into the middle of the situation, you raise yourself just enough to peek and discover that there is no one on the gazebo roof. The commotion is actually a large satellite dish broken into three pieces. The big jagged fragments are still connected to the base by wires, and the violent winds are spinning them in a circle of great force. Flailing wildly like an angry octopus, the satellite dish almost hits you in the face. You might be able to grab a piece zooming by. So you... Oh, oh, this is a required challenge. Attempt to grab a piece of the satellite. Rub the dice. Blow all your luck into it. 
four. Yeah, we lost the last time, and I made her not cheat on this one. Hey. Well, not like SJ, my friend. I made my friend not cheat. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> I don't want anybody to think I'm a cheater. <laughs> Any cheating on my part is because the rules weren't explained very well. <laughs> now I'm dumb. Same. You hold on to the top of the gazebo with one hand and time your lunge perfectly. You snag a chunk of the whirling satellite dish. The piece appears to be made by hand, and engraving on it reads, Planet of Crystals. Draw clue seven. A, ho a, a homemade satellite? Yep. What kind of kooky dokes live here? Uh, me. Well, no one at the moment. This is technically abandoned. Lived. Mr. Marsden, what have you been up to? Uh, no one knows. Satellite dish. Your psychic senses tell you this is an important item. You look to your left and see a path to a driveway that might be the front of the house. You jump off the gazebo and run to check it out. Keep this item. Move forward one space on the psychic scale. Go to story card 30. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. Put it with the items. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> okay. Chapter one goal achieved. Woo. You appear in a driveway which leads you to the mansion's entrance. On the door is a plaque that reads Marston and a large crystal door knocker, which seems newer than anything else on the front of the building. You knock loudly many times, but there is no answer. The storm is really picking up now. You try the doorknob and are surprised to find the door is unlocked. You've been lucky enough so far, but you wonder if you've missed something before you enter the house. You look back, you can see a few clear paths that leads towards a statuary, another to a small cemetery, two more paths stretched out towards a watery ditch, and a gate... And the house's luxurious pool. You could go back to explore if you want. Okay. Story returned. There are items in this chapter that will be f useful later in the story. You can take a risk, go back for any you missed by following the choices below. If you head to the statuary, raise danger meter by two and go to story card four. If you head to the cemetery, range. Raise danger meter by 2 and go to story card 21. If you head to the ditch, raise danger meter by 2, go to story card 26. If you head to the pool, raise danger meter by 2 and go to story card 23. Otherwise, you may advance to chapter 2. Keep all inventory items. I think I'm good with this. Okay. Chapter 1, say fini. My Hamarsha. In the end. I already know. <laughs> what is it? That I didn't go back to get the other items. That's <laughs> always my big thing in video games. I forget the items. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the cards you skipped over. All the deaths. You didn't die once. This is a speed run. <laughs> okay. Chapter numero two. Numero dos.
Nah, you and your stupid Spanish. Anywho. Okay, so. Chapter numero two. Eh, my foot's falling asleep. That's what you get for sitting on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, we we do not have a professional environment, like, at all. Now, this is completely new territory for me. I have never done Chapter 2 before. Ooh. So this is new for the both of us. <clears throat> okay. Chapter 2, The Mansion. You've made it! You're inside the Marsden house. The cursed edifice... Of the cursed edifice that has haunted you, haunted your nightmares for weeks. I am too excited. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> your trek through the mansion's grounds has left you with far more questions than answers. To the point where you have to wonder if the smart move would be to turn around right now and forget you ever came to this infernal place. They have more sense than I do. Oh yes, <laughs> same. I want to continue this. And my foot's still asleep, so I'm slapping it. Sorry if it sounds weird. Auditorily bad. <laughs> this is bad audio. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, yes, because I'm recording this on my phone. Uh, at least it's charged, it's like 87%, so. Wow. Yes. You're no quitter though! Oh. She doesn't know how to read. Reassuringly. What does it mean? It means like it's... Uh, it's, it's... It's like a pat on the back. Like, it's gonna be fine. Assure, oh, okay. Like, assuring? Yeah. Assuringly. Reassuring. Thank you. Yeah. She's illiterate. Yeah. Well, one of our sisters is reading uh, Nancy Drew and the Secret of the Old Clock. Well, we're working on this. So, yeah, very nice family dynamic here. Um. <laughs> You're an inspiring detective and psychic investigator. You won't give up this case until you find out why a spooky, futuristic mansion you've never seen before has somehow found its way into your dreams. And why you got a call from the house this morning. You're standing in a grand foyer. Foyer? Foyer. foyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's en français, foyer. <laughs> its modern decor is elegant in its minimalism. Suddenly, a man in a delivery uniform bursts through a set of tall double doors screaming, Help! Help! They're after me! Oh, no. <laughs> the man cries. He rushes towards you, but suddenly drops to the ground as if he'd been hit by an invisible hammer. Maxwell Silver Hammer plays in the distance. Dun, dun. Do, 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 Maxwell Silver Hammer. <laughs> you dash to his side and hear his breath coming in short gasps. That sound almost like sobs. He gives a terrible shriek and lies still. The man has been frightened to death. You ah! Ah! Gravity has not all of a sudden affected you more. Nick. Oh. Nick can't drape dramatically. 
Well, no, because no one's gonna see it. But it helps you. It helps me. Okay, you fine. Getting into the store. Okay, ain't you? It's for the drama. This is why I was sitting on the floor earlier. <laughs> Just then he inhales sharply, jumps to his feet, and bolts past you out of the house. Gosh dang it, necromancers. Just light healers. <clears throat> you breathe a deep sigh of relief. So not quite to death. Something falls from his clothing as he makes his exit. And it hits the floor, tinkling. You kneel down to inspect the object and discover it's a small dart. The kind that might have come from a blowgun. However, this man was... Whatever this man was afraid of, his fear seems to have been justified. I would hope so. Uh, yeah, yeah, because if he's just running away from a spider, that would be, a pretty sad. He has some issues. Yeah. Some Martin-like issues. No, not Martin. More John. Yeah. I can imagine John freaking out that much. TMA reference, by the way. <laughs> it's under Creative Commons, so we're allowed. Exactly. Just how dangerous is this house? As your thoughts swirl, a loud buzzing noise erupts from somewhere beneath your feet, shaking the floor. The noise is so loud, it drowns out the gathering storm outside. Just as quickly as it came, the noise stops. It sure sounds like something weird is happening beneath the manor. You're willing to bet that... Whatever is happening in this place, the answers await you down there. Draw a clue! What? Go in the basement. Oh, yes, yes. Go to the basement. Always go to the basement. You'll Horror. never die in the basement. Horror movie logic. Yes. Draw clue 57. to discover your goal. Oh, that, that's exactly in the back. Because chapter 3 starts with clue 58. Find access to the base. Go to the basement. What did I tell you? <laughs> the game wants us to go to the basement. We'll go to the basement. I haven't died yet. Exactly. Somehow. Not even to the violin player. Oh, gosh dang it. Spoilers. <laughs> like Vanya from the Umbrella Academy. Oh, jeez. Oh, something I don't get. I, I haven't watched Umbrella Academy yet. I've been trying to just watch stuff in French lately. <laughs> Kinda gross. They probably have it in French. Yeah, they probably do. They have a dra How to Train Your Dragon Race to the Edge in French. <laughs> Watching it in French is part of your immersion. Yes. <laughs> I've been trying to immerse myself in French to the point where I got 201 French phrases you need to know. So, there's that. Kinda cringe. Hey. Did you just hiss? No. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's a, trying not to laugh and it sounds like hissing. That's a lot of hiss. That's a lot cringe. Oh, <laughs> Dude, you posted cringe, you'll lose subscriber. <laughs> no, okay. Says the one whose no. username on just about everything is SJUWU. That's the cringiest thing I have ever Ooh. heard. Do not say it. Ooh. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay, I will purposely make die. you die. I am looking. Oh, whoa. 
In case you couldn't hear that, I slapped her nose with one of the cards. You don't see any way to a lower level from the foyer. Rather, a sweeping stairway leads upstairs. Well, the double doors that frightened the man that the frightened man ran through head off to your right. A smaller door slightly ajar leads in the opposite direction. To the left, to the left, to the left. If you take the stairs to the second floor, story card 39. If you go through the double doors, story card 51. If you walk through the smaller door, go to story card 42. I kind of want... Smaller door. Ah, dang it. I was hoping you'd go with the double doors. I wanted to see what would... The double doors are where the people with the darts are. Do I want to be where the people with the darts are? You no. probably want to. I want to figure out where the basement is. I need answers, okay? I need to see you die. This is a speed run. Yeah. No, I actually wrote a chapter. I'm very proud of you. Nice. Is <laughs> you're not wearing your glasses? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, most of our family also needs glasses. I have astigmatism. We all do. Yeah. We also just have terrible eyesight. I probably have mm -hmm. glaucoma too. Uh, wait a minute. What was... Oh, story card 42. There we go. I lost track. I. Okay, okay, okay. You, you enter a parlor which is decorated in a more old-fashioned way than what you've seen of the house so far. Rich cherry wood paneling. Ooh, that's nice. Covers the walls with dozens of exotic animal heads. That's nice. Are mounted there. I don't know what word I added, but okay. Some Marsden ancestor was quite fond of hunting. Or at the very least, taxidermy. That's nice. They're... Not nice. <laughs> taxidermy is terrible. Don't do it. It's creepy, I will admit. Burn them. <laughs> Release their souls. Into the heavens. Uh, where was I at? Oh yeah, each of the trophies features the same expression. Fangs bared and savage eyes that make the animals look ready to leap from the wall and pounce on you. The effect is quite unsettling. I'm putting it on quite lightly. But you also sense that they might be hiding something. There are two ways out of here. An open passage that leads to an adjacent library brimming with books and a tightly spiraled iron staircase going up. Optional challenge search the animal heads. I'm searching the animal heads. I mean, oh, yes. hiding something. Search the animal heads. Are they going to eat me? I don't know. If you win, draw clue 31, lose, draw clue 41. Is this when my face gets torn off by an ape? Uh, no, I haven't gotten this far. Where is the ape in this house? Okay. Where is it hiding? The chimpanzee was playing the violin, and if you interrupted the show, the Dobermans in the cages would eat you. Is that true? Yes. It's a one. <laughs> nah, you can re-roll that. That went into a crevice. <laughs> this is cursed. <laughs> The spirits don't like us, uh, they don't like our stab the ghost jokes. Oh, yep, it's a one. 
I dunked on it's because I dunked on the taxidermist. <laughs> the the ghost was the taxidermist, guys. Okay, so Okay, so we lost so card forty one. I should have just gone to the library. <laughs> uh you're home. Both you and John. Hate taxidermy. Love libraries. I guess I'm Johnkin, basically. Exactly, you're Johnkin. Uh, I don't know what I am. Seeing something reflective inside the open mouth of a cheetah head mounted on the wall, you reach your hand inside and clumsily bump its canine teeth, causing its jaws to clamp down on your hand. Overcome by searing pain, you struggle to pull it out and succeed escaping with all your fingers. Barely. That's good. Raise danger meter by four. Oh, jeez. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Okay, I can oh, get gosh. rid of my water bottle and take it back down by three. Okay. I throw the water bottle at the taxidermy. <laughs> and anger. And now I'm at a moderate level, level five danger. Took you this long to use the first thing from your starter kit. <laughs> I'm not dead still. Good job. Okay, where do I go now? Um, let's see. Okay, if you want to go into the library, card 45. Climb the staircase, card 36. Going to the library. Yep. 45, 45. Should have just done that in the first place. Yes, yes, yes. But no, 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 you had to do the optional challenge. But you know what? I can't blame you. I love the optional challenges. It's fun because, you know, you can't die from them. You just go a little higher on the danger scale. Okay. Most of the books laying the walls of the room appear to be first editions of well-known classics. To help reach the tallest shelves, there is a wheeled ladder that can slide across the room. A silver, a silver door is on one wall. One book, Introduction to Psychic Dreams, Visions, and Limericks. Limericks? Limericks. Oh, wow, I got that correct. Catches your eye, and you wheel the ladder over, climb it, and grab it. As soon as you pull the book from a shelf, a catch releases, and a hidden door opens the other side of the room. This is, like, your favorite... Ooh, premonition! If you are level 2 or higher on the psychic scale, draw a clue 40 42. 42. 42. Am I good at this game? Yes, much better than me and Savannah. Have I finally found something I'm good at? Uh, yes. Because this is instinct based? Mm hmm. And, and not strategy? Yeah, like, um, Tides of Madness, which it's I... deeply strategy-based. Oh, yes, yes. I beat her so horribly in Tides of Madness. Oh, my gosh. I was at, like, 90-something points, and she had, like, 15. We played it over, um... It's a toilet. <laughs> it's a flooded toilet. It's a flooded bathroom. It's a flooded bathroom, and the toilet... The, t the tank of the toilet is floating up at the top of the water. The rest of the toilet is still bolted to the ground. 
I, I didn't look through the clues, although I did look through some of the deaths in chapter two, though. Do I drown? I, I didn't see any drowning. Uh, at least I don't remember seeing any drowning. <laughs> so basically... If you die, you die. Have don't go in the bathroom. <laughs> or maybe go in the bathroom. That's probably, like, way later. I didn't later. go in the pool because I was pretty sure I was going to drown. So far, I haven't seen any drowning deaths, and I got, like, every <laughs> single death in Chapter 1. So. Okay. Let's see. If you go through the silver door, go to Story Card 58. If you go through the hidden door, Story Card 44. Hidden door. 44 it is, and we're at 44 minutes, 44 seconds. It's meant to be. Yes. We were meant to go through the hidden door. Card 44, 44, 44. I'm like really happy for some reason. Because I'm winning. Yeah, I'm proud of you. You're, we, you're... we played Tides of Madness on freaking uh, New Year's Eve. And oh, yeah. I died within two, two rats. Pretty much, yeah. Wait, no, that wasn't Tides of Madness. That was... Uh, that was a different one. It was the same premise. Well, I remember one time... There were, like, death uh, tokens. And yeah, yeah. There's, like, insanity tokens and Tides of Madness. And if you get, like, um, ten of them, you're, you're gone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she got, like, ten Madness tokens and like... Three rounds. Yeah, so it was, like... <laughs> she's not very good at Tides of Madness. I'm terrible at Tides yeah. of Madness. Yeah. Uh, I get that one card where, um... You get knowledge points per madness token you have. So I tried to get madness tokens, but I also try not to get too many. It's a very hard thing to balance. Entering a child's playroom, you find a giant overstuffed toy box resting against one wall, and in the middle of the room stands a dollhouse. The unknowing. <laughs> Once again, common. About to go Timmy in this place. <laughs> Which appears to be a perfect replica of the Marston house. Oh. As you approach the dollhouse, you notice that the walls of the playroom are covered with shelves full of porcelain. Do oh my gosh, this is becoming even more of the unknowing which everyone. What are you doing in my choose-your-own-adventure game? <laughs> I, I wonder if the book House of Danger had anything to do with DMA. <laughs> he's, uh, prob he's probably played it, honestly. Probably. Um, porcelain loves. Their eyes peering down at you. It's difficult to break their gaze. The eyes seem to draw you into the blackness of their dead stares. <laughs> Very uncanny. Not looking away, you feel yourself shrinking smaller and smaller. Soon the dolls seem to loom over you. Loom. I love that word. Even more frightened than even more frightening than before, although they never move from their perches. Eventually, you're the size of a doll yourself, and you stand on the playroom floor beside the replica of the Marsden House. From 
where you stand, you can see the front door of the dollhouse. Enter the dollhouse. That's your only option. You can only enter the dollhouse. What card is it? Uh, 49. 49. I love that illustration. Yeah. I know, I do too. So are the dolls going to be like playing doll, but you're the doll? I'm baby. Oh gosh. Woo. <laughs> the dollhouse entryway has doorways leading to a dining room, a parlor, and a bedroom. Before you can think about where you should go next, something distracts you. There's a force at work here, a presence you can't ignore. Something or something, someone, something or something, seems to be calling you. Drawing you onward. You can tell. This dollhouse is a hub of psychic energy. A nexus of weird power. You'll need to stay sharp. Good thing I got two knives. <laughs> you have a knife and a sword. If you go to the dollhouse dining room, go to story card 35. If you go to the dollhouse parlor, go to story card 57. If you go to the dollhouse bedroom, go to story card 41. If I go into the dollhouse within the dollhouse, will I become a doll in the dollhouse? Ah! <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to test it. It's not even on. Yeah, I know. I want to test it. Go okay. In, go into the dollhouse parlor. Dollhouse parlor. Fifty-seven. Will it take me through to the secret room again? I don't know. Oh wait, Dollhouse Library wasn't a choice. Dang it. Well, you got the parlor to the library. Oh, true. So. Do you think the <laughs> Dollhouse-ception? Dollhouse-ception. I swear to goodness that that's a death. I want to become a dollhouse within a dollhouse. <laughs> a piano takes up one corner of the dollhouse parlor. A doll sits on a piano bench, wearing a crown and a rich red, rich red gown. The Red Queen. Danny Stoker. <laughs> Hands poised above the keys. The doll... The doll queen... And even though her hair, her back is turned, you feel as though she's daring you to face her in some kind of bizarre piano contest <laughs> of the mind. Of the mind. How about this like bizarre piano contest ellipses of the mind? <laughs> oh gosh, your face is like bright red now. Mental piano. Brain piano. <laughs> Perhaps accepting the queen's unusual challenge and defeating her will increase your psychic skills. You notice a or pink... I can hit her with my sword. <laughs> Stab! <clears throat> you notice a painting above the piano. It depicts a... It looks Latin. Solarium. Solarium. And it's so spellbindingly realistic, you can't help but reach out your hand to touch it. 
You are amazed when your hand disappears into the painting. And you can touch the solarium on the other side. This painting is a magical portal. And it might be your only way out of this dollhouse. The optional challenge. Battle the doll queen in a psychic piano duel. Yes. Okay, danger meter is at a five. I'm going to die. <laughs> it's a five! Oh, oh, it's a five! Good <laughs> job. Let's see. Clue number 30. Numeral 12. Why you sound like the guy from Total Drama Island? Maybe because... Oh, wait, no. I, I'm me. <laughs> okay, clue... You, then you. The queen's hands don't move, but you hear her incredible piano playing swirl through the parlor as fast as the wind. Now it's your turn. Reading out... Reaching out to the piano with your brain... You weave notes into an intricate manic waltz, even faster and more beautiful than the queen's. Your music dances through the room. The queen's crown falls to the floor. You've bested her. You win. Keep this card. Move forward two spaces on the psychic scale. Finish story card 57. And we are... are nope. One space away from level three. Keep this card here. You, you have won. I beat her with my brain piano. Yes. Brain piano skills. If you go to the dollhouse dining room, go to story card 35. If you go to the dollhouse bedroom, go to story card 41. If you have clue 50 and you want to enter the magical portal, draw clue 47. Do we have card 50? Have we been through 50 yet? Nope. Card 50 or clue 50? Clue 50. If you do not have clue 50 and you want to enter the magical portal, draw clue 55. Well, we don't have clue 50. Do you want to go through the portal? Yes. I thought so. That's why I picked up the clues. I would like to be a big man again. A big man, a big boy man. <laughs> big man, cool. <laughs> Nasty yeah. little man. Gosh dang it. That's a reference to a cat video. Yes, yes it is. But I can't stop thinking about Elias now. <laughs> Stupid Bouchard. Ben Meredith Brainworm. <laughs> Yummy. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well. Okay, fine. Time to go for today, I guess. Will I ever become a big boy man again? Never. No. I'm a doll. SJ and my other sister, they had to go home to do, like, chores or stuff. You know? Normal family things. <laughs> so, hope you enjoyed this episode of Twisted Doors and Corridors. And, uh, I need to figure out that true. <laughs> Anywho, see you later, my lovelies.